Hey guys, this is your host Jimmy Fermin. And what's up, guys? I'm back again, and I'm back again. <laughs> and today we are talking about your health off the field to improve your performance on the field. Yeah. So I am actually pretty excited about this one. Um, Aiden, I know you're excited about it. Yeah, this is up my street. Up your street. Mm-hmm. So first of all. You don't already know Aiden's got himself his own page. What's the name of that? It's T8 underscore perform on Instagram. on Instagram. So make sure you check it out. All right. T8 underscore perform. perform. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, guys. And what was the um, what was the motivation behind that? What is that? So I'm very interested in like the the performance side of the of football. Um so like I feel like I can provide a lot of help for younger players. Um, so like when I was a kid, I didn't really have anything like what I'm trying to provide like for me uh, when I was growing up. So I was just pretty much guessing. And I mean, like Instagram wasn't a thing. YouTube wasn't really a thing. And I just want to provide content so like people can improve their game. And they take, it really takes away the guesswork. So okay. yeah, that's yeah. that's really why I'm doing it. Okay, that makes sense. So this is something that you kind of wish you had. Yeah, growing yeah. Up. Growing up, yeah. So what kind of content can we find there? Uh, so it's mainly to do with like fitness, um, mindset, so like nutrition, stuff like that. All things that have an impact on the game that maybe younger players aren't really looking at. Um, which is a massive part of the game, in my opinion. So are you going to focus more on, like, as you said, like the nutritional side of everything, the mental mindsets, things like that, rather than, say, more the football side of it, so the actual on-field stuff? So I I will have, like, a lot of posts and a lot of content about, like, the football and the technical stuff. Like, so I enjoy that as well. But, like, as I said, like, a lot will be, like, nutrition-based and how you can get advantages off the field and stuff right. like that. All right, well, then talk to us about nutrition-based because, I mean, I'm interested in that too, and I'm sure any uh, players or parents that are listening, I mean, these are I mean, these opinions and, I guess, the new fads change yeah. yearly, you know what I mean? I know I had a player um, that I used to train, and they did this ODP camp in Germany, and – they came out of there freaked out because you know how parents bring snacks, right? Yeah. For those half times or between games or whatever. And all the German teams there, only the German teams, all the German teams there had a chocolate bar and sausage, like a little small sausage. Sausage. German yeah. sausage. Yeah, yeah. So and um and they were just like, Well, why why then? And then of course the Americans they're eating their apples and bananas yeah. and water, Gatorade, you know, Powerade. So it was just interesting the different um I guess cultures or what they think is yeah. the best at the time. So, what do you think um, during game or for performance or for tournaments? Sorry, um, what's your go-to snacks for like snacks? So, like I usually start my like game day preparation the, the day or two days before. So, like I'll probably have a higher carb like based diet um, just to get the energy in, and then directly before the game say maybe three hours before kickoff I'll have a another high carb meal um nothing too heavy though so something that can be easily digested and um, so it's not sitting in your stomach 
but yeah, stuff like pasta, rice, potatoes, yeah, just to give you that energy for the right. game. Yeah, right. and then half time. See, like I don't really have anything at half time. Maybe like half a banana or something like that. Maybe like a Gatorade, but n- nothing, nothing too much at half time. Yeah, stay light. Yeah, I used to probably. Same thing, I probably the day before, the night before, I probably had a really heavy carb meal, probably more of a complex carb meal the night before. So something that's going to take a little longer to break down. So probably I'd probably go more a tuna pasta route right. the night before. Then the same thing the day of, my games in the afternoon, I have a simplex carb meal, something that's a little quicker burning, um, just so that's not sitting in my stomach when it comes to the game. And usually in the past for me, snack-wise, I've usually just had like a sports drink. Maybe yeah. an orange, half an orange. It's probably about it, really. Yeah. I've never really thought of an actual snack in the middle <coughs> of it. Right. So you think that's more of a, something here? Then? I mean, like, everyone's... Everyone's different. Yeah, like, some people can't eat in the lead-up to a game. Like, Right, that's true. And then other people can have, like, a three-course meal a couple of hours before tempo. <laughs> but it's just, you need to find a balance for yourself. Find a routine and stick to it. If it works, then great. Yeah. If it doesn't work, try something else. Yeah. And what do you think about um, post-match? Post-match, again, I'd be um, trying to get as much carbs and protein on it as, as possible. Like, So, like, during the game, your carb stores, so like your glycogen stores, they're, like, depleted because of the... With the running of Yeah. So... I'd be trying to get as much carbs on probably just like an hour after the game, uh, just so it uh, enhances your recovery after the game. Right. Yeah. Same as a protein, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same form as in with like weightlifting, right. working out. Like, yeah. the sooner you get it on after your workout, the more it's going to help with your recovery. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, football is pretty much like a form of working out. You do, you do, you do a ton of running. So obviously, you're gonna, as you said, you're going to get rid of your glycogen stores and then you're going to need that protein to repair any muscle damage you've taken on during the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Decent. And then, um, pretty for protein then. All right. What about recovery days then? Obviously, we're in season now. Um, I see you have a post here. You posted recovery days, um, what you should be doing. It has things like low-intensity Swim, recycling, and decrease overall calories, carbohydrates, slight increase in fats. You have yoga and static stretching in here. Um, work on mindset, relax, and enjoy yourself, your time, your free time. Um, and that's interesting because I know, for instance, uh, Cook and I, obviously, we're in our high school season now, right? Yeah. And nice to see that yoga there we actually had them we did they did a light a light run like a three lap run you know nothing nothing strenuous at all and then um, we stretched real good and then we had ourselves a little yoga session um love that yeah and then and then back out to stretching again and then i think another like five minutes of yoga and then just nothing um even no real coaching just let them pull the balls out all out yeah pass the ball around. around Get, get the balls in. Yeah. Yeah, literally, like, through the session, when I was doing the yoga, the kids were like... They loved it. They loved it. They, they was like, why didn't we do this last year? Yeah. And I was just like, I just want to make sure that you guys played two games the day before. Most you played probably a 
in total about 80, 90 minutes, probably both pretty most of the two games. They played, they were going to be playing at least three games the next day. Mm-hmm. So he didn't yeah, want to work them too hard. Yeah, so like five games in seven days. I mean, that's five games in two, three days. Five games in three days. Five games Sorry, in yeah. three days. <laughs> most of them. Thursday most of them. I think maybe two, two or three of our players played close to every minute of all five of those games. So we said it was like I'd rather them. We'd rather them do a recovery on Friday, so that their bodies are nice and rested coming into the weekend. But yeah, that like I've never seen kids that age love <clears> yoga. <throat> Like, it was amazing. Like, they were like, why didn't we do this last year? Yeah. And they were asking if we can do it after every game. And obviously, depends how every game goes. If there's things that need to work on that, won't happen, we told them. But it was, yeah, it was, man, it was strange. Them. I mean, a lot of those kids, too, are club players. And, and I mean, just, I mean, these are high school kids, you know, and then they should kind of know what yeah. they should be doing on recovery day. So the fact that it seemed so <clears throat> new to them <clears throat> and, um, with everything, just like they were just astonished of how they felt after, you know what I mean? Yeah. How yeah. they felt during it, how they was actually stretching their body, you know. So, um, that's nice to see. But so then we recovered it. How important is that to you? And what do you think the best um, way to go about it is? Obviously, like you said, every person's different. I know that. Yeah. But like, what's your routine? So like when I was younger, I I was all about working <coughs> working as hard as I can every single day, and it had an impact on my body. So I was I wasn't getting like serious injuries, but I was just getting little niggling injuries and then I discovered that like I should be resting at least one or two days per week. So I did that in and made a really good difference. So I tend to like, um, because I like being active, I tend to go for like a walk or something. Just It's it's not only good for like recovery, it's just good for the head and like mm-hmm. your mentality, like getting fresh air. Maybe I'll go for like a little cycle on the bike. Nothing, nothing strenuous. Just gets the blood pumping through the the body. Um, and then I'll try and like take a break from football. Like at the end of the day, like if I'm playing, well, if I'm training like five, six days a week, like you need a break from that. It's it's very tough going. Like yeah. as athletes, we're not robots. We're we're human beings at the end of the day, and we've I got like lives that. outside of football. That's so. right. Not robots or human beings. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of kids struggle, especially that in the high school, they struggle realizing that. You know what I mean? Um, they all think that they're invincible. Yeah. And they just have to go full force every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every game. And I'm, and some coaches ask that of them from them. You yeah. Know what I mean, I think there needs to be a balance, like Absolutely. like everything, like. If you overdo it, you'll probably probably be in a worse position. Like, say you got an injury, that means you can't play for, I don't know, however long. Exactly. So you're just putting yourself in danger by work overworking. Absolutely. Yeah. And no player wants to miss any games as well. So no player wants to miss games. Yeah. So many of them will wish to fight through what seems to be a small injury, and then next thing you know, they aggravate it, and what could have been just a day's rest turns into two, three weeks worth of rest. Right. Let's turn it over then to the coaches and the coaches' side. Um, so it's something that I've been saying for a while. It's that we need to, as coaches, meet the kids where they are, and not expect the kids to come up to ours, to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, like for instance, I wouldn't treat a, 
uh, U12 team the way I would treat my U18 team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You're going to talk to them. You're going to meet them at their own place, whatever they're, they're into at that moment. Their culture is into use that. And so um, same thing with the with the resting. I think it's good for us to realize, like you said, they're not robots. They're all yeah. players. They're even worse. They're, they're kids. Human exactly. Kids, yeah. Right? Um, and we had, like we just said, we just had five games in three days, right? And we definitely chose a we chose a game fairly early in the week, right? Knowing who we we're gonna play, um, two games actually that we were like, okay, we're going to just play a lot of our, our reserves, you know what I mean? To rest those other kids that are probably gonna play more minutes against the bigger teams, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. and and for that reason, I mean, you gotta rest players, like you said, you have to rest. So I think it's important for coaches to realize that. Um, that, you know, sometimes resting your kids yeah. is more important than the win. I think as a coach, you need to know your your players. So, like, obviously, not every player is the same. So, one player could be able to play what two, what five, what three games in five days or something. Five, like that. five yeah. games in three days. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another person might only be able to play one, and then that's them. Like, right. So it's important that don't just do it as a team. But like, know their individual players. Absolutely. No, that's true without a doubt. Hundred percent on that one. Yeah, and that's not just like in terms of like recovery. That's their attitudes. Like some players um, work well with being shouted at, whereas others mm-hmm. they'll go and they'll go and hide mm-hmm. if they if they're shouted at. So it's it's important as a coach to know what you're working with. Absolutely. I think we was talking about it. Was it yesterday? The day before with Coach Brucker. Uh-huh. Talk, uh huh. Probably even yesterday, day before, probably like the beginning of the week, we was talking to him about how, like, we play. So, us coaches at people, oh, we, yeah. we've done a uh, boys versus coaches slash boys scrimmage. So, uh, all the coaches were on one team. We probably put out our strongest 11 yeah. boys on the other team. And then, obviously, just as you said, we as coaches and players of the game for how many years we've all got together know how to talk to one another. I don't have to talk to Jimmy in, on the field. I know what's going to make him work harder. I know how he's going to react to certain phrases, how he's going to react to me speaking to him in certain ways. Same with all the coaches. We all know that. And I think what, when, when we were talking about some of the kids, they don't fully know how to talk to another kid on the field. Some of them think by shouting at every, every one of their teammates is going to get the best out of all their teammates, whereas some of them you need to give really good positive reinforcement to help get the best out of them. Remember, yeah. we were talking about that. Yeah, I do remember that now. So, um, so yeah, I mean, going on to that, that's a big thing. Like, some of them shut down the moment you say, even the small, even the smallest thing saying, being said to them can literally make them go from being in the game to literally being shut off yeah. out of the game. I think that just comes with experience. Like, mm. as high school kids, um, they'll probably grow. Like, you'll probably notice a difference between a senior and a, a freshman. Um like more experience of playing in high school soccer, they'll know how to like, treat their teammates. Yeah, yeah. Experience is the word that I've heard a lot these last two weeks as well. Yeah, nice. But the saying that though, like a lot of the kids, which the, these kind of things affects, most of them aren't freshmen for what I've experienced so far this year. Yeah, like the freshmen we have, they've all they take on a lot of what we say in a very positive manner, and they take on a lot of what their teammates say in a very positive manner. And then some of the sophomores, juniors, and seniors—they're the ones that are a little bit 
topsy-turvy with it. Some of them, one of them can literally take anything you say to him. You say anything, he takes it. Some of them, you can't even say the smallest thing. And these are players that have been playing club for numbers of years. Yeah, and yeah. You say, like, experience is a big thing with it, but I would expect them to have, as you said, you expect your seniors and your juniors probably had the most experience out of the lot. But it's just like, I mean, it's just knowing your players. Or your and then players, that so. personality yeah. traits. A little bit off target, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's you got to know your players. You got to know who can take what, um, whether it become mental or, or physically, right? So Exactly. Okay, then um, my next one then for my question here, and then I'll let Cook take another one. So visualize. I see a post here you have a visualizing. Visualize, you know, under your yeah. day offs. Um, I've always been huge on it. Huge on it. My dad used to pound it in my head. He used to always tell me, visualize before the game, you know. He'd send me a text. I'd be at school and in class and just visualize in all caps, you know what I mean? And so um, I know when I was younger, I used to roll my eyes at it, right? But, I mean, as I grew older, I mean, I liked it, you know what I mean? And actually, it helps me dream. Still, sometimes to this day, I visualize I'm in a game or something, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, what am I going to do? Um, and you see things and you see moments and it sounds – crazy but i mean like sometimes you're in a game and you, and you think i've seen this you know what i mean but you visualize that other team you visualize yourself on the field at their place or at your place wherever it is you know what i mean so how important is that to you i think it's massive so what i've actually learned is your brain can't tell the difference between physically performing something and doing it in your head so when you like visualize your brain like literally does not know the difference so it's as if you're actually doing it so I think it's massive, and I think every player should be like practicing it yeah. daily. To start off with, like I wouldn't say, "Oh, I'm going to do an hour per day of visualization." I just start off by like really? one. I just do one. <coughs> start small, maybe a minute a day, mm-hmm. and then build it up, and it will become a, a habit. But yeah, I definitely add that into your daily routine. So you recommend actually practicing that, practicing visualizing? I think so, yeah. That's interesting. That's really, I mean, that's that's good to hear, yeah. That Especially, like, um, in-season and stuff like that, when you've got games coming up. Like, right. Just to get your uh, prepared for a game, and especially before games as well, like maybe in the dressing room before a game, just take a couple of minutes, visualize what, what you're coming up against. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's very important. I really hope a lot of players are listening because that's, I mean, it's hard to get those. I mean, like I said, I, I know when I was younger, I didn't take it seriously. Yeah. As I got older, maybe my junior, senior year of high school is whenever I finally started visualizing you know, and then obviously in college and whatnot. But, I mean, it took till that to take that phrase seriously. It's like, what's visualizing? Jeremy? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, it's different. It is different, you know? So um, so in your, in your pre-game routine, what, what does that look like for you then? Where do you start? Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, we, we've talked about your meals and everything like that, just yeah. like pre game. So, kickoffs at 3 p.m., say tomorrow. How would you go about your pre game routine to, as of starting tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning, right. Um, I'd probably get up. Um, so, I have like a morning routine, like all about the routines. Um, <laughs> so, I'd do that, and then I'd probably go for a walk just get the legs going for my head. Uh, I'd probably do a little bit of foam rolling and stretching, um, maybe three, four hours before kickoff, have my meal, 
um, listen to some music, maybe listen to a podcast or some speeches, motivational speeches. Um, and when I get to the game, probably do a bit of visualisation in the dressing room, something like that. But, uh, like, that's from, like, a few years of trying different ideas and stuff. So if it doesn't work for you, just change it. I think that's important. If something's not working for you, um, adapt it and see what works for you. Absolutely. What about you, Coach? For pre-game, pre-day game routine on the day? As a coach or as a player? What's going on? As a player. Man, as a player. So you say games like at three? So, okay, so tomorrow, Monday the 20-something. Right. Monday the 24th. Right. Your game is at 3 p.m. Right. How, how so you start your day? I usually would wake up and actually have a protein shake for breakfast. It's big on protein shakes for breakfast. I don't know why, nice. but that was my thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes I get it to you with it. Anyways, because um, we had a Starbucks there. Uh, or I say Starbucks, but didn't really. A little coffee shop, but I'd get a nice got green tea. Yeah. Right? Um, about 30, 40 minutes after my protein shake. Um, and really, it just came to relaxing. I would just relax myself. I wouldn't really do anything um, strenuous. Yeah. Um, like walking, you said, and I wouldn't even really go outside. Um, just beside, unless it's like a walk to the to the coffee shop, yeah. you know what I mean? Something like that. But yeah, I'd, I'd um, relax myself. I'm big on listening to music. Motivational speeches, huge on that. Um, I would do that all the time. Um, and then for lunchtime, I would actually eat a pretty decent meal. Um, I'm big on pasta, so it'd be a pasta meal. And, and then after that, I, that's whenever I'd start stretching in my room while getting ready. And then obviously in the locker room, actually, I'd, I'd probably begin my visual visualizing, um, while stretching in, in my room yeah. before I even hit the locker rooms, you know what I mean? And then once I'm in the locker rooms, usually it's more of um, my way of relaxing myself is um, joking around, you know, listening yeah. to music. Yeah, so I don't like visualize that. necessarily in the locker room. It's more of just relaxing myself and, and trying to get myself in a good uh, uh, place, you know what I mean? A real positive place, a happy mind. So that was my game day routine. Obviously, a little bit different than yours. But like you said, I mean, everyone's different. So yeah. I was, I'm. If I play happy, I play a lot better. That's what I found. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just right before the game, I try to get myself in a good mindset. You know. So, what about you? Probably, I wake up, have a probably. I love my porridge, oatmeal. If you don't know what porridge is, <laughs> I'd probably have a nice, good bowl of porridge, and then I'd probably even go with uh, like a yogurt bowl. So yogurt, bananas, chia seeds. That would probably be my breakfast. Have a good relaxing shower, stretch, and then what probably <coughs> same thing as you. While I'm stretching, I'll probably start thinking of moments in the game, mm-hmm. so that in the, in my subconscious, that if that comes into the game, my game, my mind's already thinking of it beforehand. And then same thing, couple of that coming up to couple out before the game, have another meal. Same thing, probably pasta and tuna is my kind of thing. Nothing too heavy protein wise, and then bang in the music. Music going to the locker room. In the locker room, I'd probably have a motivational speech going on in my ears. And once that finishes, I'm 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 ready to go. That's me ready now. Yeah. Do you have a game day playlist or a certain <clears throat> song? I usually I usually try to keep my playlists 
mixed up. So yeah. I probably have a playlist a week for game day. So it's, there's always going to be like a couple of songs on there. You said it changes a week? Yeah. That's interesting. I'll probably change it up every week. And I think that's probably based on me, depending on how I play, to be honest. So if I, if I, come, if I go into one game and I don't feel I've played that well, I'll probably look into why it might not be. So I'll change my playlist, see if I play a little bit better the next week. <laughs> there's, probably, there's always probably, I'd say, if I had like 20 songs on there, probably like five of them are the same on every one. Yeah. And then the rest of them are always going to be something Change. a little different. But yeah, something to, something to get the blood pumping, get the blood going, get the heart rate elevated, right. get the mood elevated. Yeah, I do have I do have a game day players yeah. as well. And I wouldn't say it changes, but I would say that there's about two or three songs that you get added on. Oh, yeah. Week, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. By week. So I, I just, on game day, I just shuffle it. You know what I mean? So um keeps it feeling fresh at least. You know what I mean? But yeah, without a doubt. Yourself? Uh, so yeah see like as a kid I used to be like really superstitious like if I'd done mm-hmm. something I would have to do it but I'm sort of growing out of that like trying to grow out of it anyway uh, <laughs> but I do have like yeah I do have like music Um I, I try to listen to like songs that mean to a, lot, a lot to me before a game so I have like a couple of songs that I need to play right. that you need to listen to that you yeah. need to hear um, yeah Oh, that's big. I know as a kid, I used to have this CD back when I was playing club ball in my rec league. I used to have a CD, man, and everywhere we went, how was it called? I think it was called Scorpion King, actually. It was a rock. I'm not even a rock person, but it was a rock CD. And, man, we listened to, like, two songs on there. It was, like, 10 and 11, I remember. And it was, it's like, real hardcore. You know what I mean? Hardcore. That, that pumped me up. Yeah. Blood, blood, yeah. Blood blood <laughs> my mom would sing it out, jam it out with me. You know what I mean? It's good times. Without a doubt. No, that's good stuff, man. You have any other questions? No, I man. I just wanted to know, like, what made you want to start it, start your page, everything like that. And I think that's good because, I mean, I can say the same thing. Constantly having to look around online for things when you was younger, not being able to have enough resources to see the things, especially yeah. like meal wise, mindset wise, or everything. Everything that you 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 thought you're looking to cover on your page, not being able to see that when I was younger, and yeah, and you're really going to help people out with that, especially now they can just look onto one Instagram page up for a couple of posts a day, yeah. see different things. And then I've, I think your most recent post was carbohydrates, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, the whole thing around that over the past couple of years that you shouldn't eat too many of them. Exactly, yeah. And people people that don't really look into it buy into not eating carbohydrates, but they don't really realize that's, your, that's what gives you your energy. If you're energy. an athlete, you got to have it. That, yeah. That's what gives you your energy. Yeah. Well, sweet, man. That's awesome. Is there anything you'd like to say to anyone listening? Maybe some people that are following you or uh, just, I just appreciate any of the support um, anyone gives me. Uh, yeah, just give them a page a follow and I'll try to keep consistent with the content. And Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, guys. That is, um, I'm going to say it again for you if you didn't hear it. It's T8 underscore perform. Uh, it's, it's the letter T, the number eight and then underscore perform, and that is on Instagram, and it's really, really easy uh, to even read. I mean, you know, you carbohydrates real big, and then just a, a list with pictures even of, of what what he's talking about, and their protein with their animals, and I mean, just really, really easy content to understand, at least. I'm not trying to make it complicated at all, and I really like that, because I mean, no matter the age, that who's following you, I mean, they can, they can yeah. read it, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I strongly suggest... Uh, following it guys because what you do off the field 
will affect your game on the field, without a doubt. All right, guys. We good? Yep. Yeah, man. Well, we will talk to you all later.